last season on the Arius Adventures. Hopefully that's the end of all retina. How could it come back? Yeah, only a dick god would let that come back. Manny will look towards Garrus. Garrus, if Arena's destroyed, maybe your armor can come off. Oh yeah. I try to declothe. So you're still in your armor, but your helmet's off. Dang it. Alright, Tagoro, what are you up to after that conversation? Um Mm, he goes check with Ramathorn. I need you to make a perception check. I mean, I notice it. So you hear something clatter to the gr- like, so- like something's knocked over, and you hear the sound of like something scrambling and. Hey, you! What are you? What the actual fuck was that? Be you friend or foe? Friend. Well, my ram doesn't like you. Why be that? I look. I. I guess I look kind of scary. Will, will you hurt me if I come out? Um. Unless you hurt me. Okay. And out from behind the boxes, with kind of a crinkling, crackling noise of bone against bone, comes sort of crawling. A uh, tall, thin, lanky, black creature with long, weirdly jointed fingers and big black eyes with milky white pupils in the middle. Completely bald, hardly any facial features aside from the eyes and a thin mouth. And it just kind of crouches there looking up at you. What the actual fuck? What's your name? How about that? Roisin. Bless you. Yeah, what, what happened to you, sweetie? Um, well, I was a kid soon. I don't know what I am now. Yeah, of course, and and don't worry, we'll keep you safe. Okay. Thank you. We're gonna protect you, okay? But we're gonna see a lot of people, and just stick next to one of us, just to be safe, okay? I promise I'll do good, Mr. Man. Rasheen, I made gifts. Well, I had friends make gifts, because I'm not good. I hold up my disgusting calloused hands. Okay, uh, it's a kitsune fox mask, Japanese style fox mask, and a like cloak with hood, but the hood has like ears on it to make it look like fox ears. Rushin like gasps and squeaks and she hops up and like rushes over and she's like, they're so pretty, it's so pretty. Did you meet, you guys made this? And you're greeted by Archmage Crowley. Welcome back. I was gladdened to hear how things went for you all. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, so we're back from the Underdark, safe and sound. That's good news. We want to move forward with our missions, and um, we want to look for my friend here. I point towards Tagoro, uh, his mother. The female gnomes, she perks up behind her big, wide-framed glasses. I do know an old colleague who might be able to help you. There is a swampy area that you can find her. You say swamp. It's not a witch, is it? Are you scared of witches? Yeah. Alright, so yeah, you guys have landed in the swamps. Well, I have Kel. He can always truck ahead and see if there's anything dangerous up ahead and he can let me know telepathically. Alright, um, I need Kel to make a dex save. Eight for Kel. All of a sudden, as you guys are making your way through, you hear twigs and stuff snap up ahead, and then uh, suddenly your connection with Kel goes completely black. Shit. All right, as you get up ahead, you hear voices talking. This taste, this was a, it was a very tasty little snacky snack. What? The fuck? <laughs> I'm still hungry. It was too small. Maybe we'll find something bigger. I don't like that. God damn it. They were the ones that ate my weasel. Coming through. Oh, God. Thanks, Snacky Snack. Uh, good luck with that. You see a tiny pygmy goat looking down at you guys. Oh, uh, that's adorable. And then it turns and starts trotting ahead. Rasheen's already following it. 
And soon you see a small, tiny hut. You see a tall human woman with white hair tied up in a loose bun. And I see that Scully led you here. Oh, uh, the goat. Yes, he was very nice. Um, so my friend here, Tagoro, he's been looking for someone, his mother. I do have a ritual that I think I can use. I am curious, though. How did you all happen to come across this Clemente's child? Yeah, they're usually formed when a young child is killed. The reason that they come back is because they don't want anyone else to go through what they did. I believe there is a way you can either find peace or be restored. I could be a kid soon again. Mm-hmm. That amazing news. Now, it would take a very powerful ritual to restore her to what she once was. If you are wanting to find the materials needed for me to cast this ritual, then I will gladly help. You have Fiora and Naomi with y'all. Who is going to be leading the expedition? Like, who's going to be doing your guys' survival checks? I'm tiny, and I lost my ferret <laughs> last episode, so... I'm baby. Manny, you're the first to spot it, like, out in the middle of the swamp in, like, this large clearing area where there's, like, no trees or roots. You see a patch of grass, uh, of, like, thick, muddy grass and land, and you see a bright cluster of orange flowers with green stripes uh, on the petals. Uh, hey, guys, there's... I think those are the flowers we might be looking for over there. I go get it. Wait. Oh. <laughs> and the ground around you guys starts rumbling a little bit. Oh, no. I swim back because I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> Something starts rising from the water. And you guys see behind Tagoro, you see a large, muddy, rocky creature covered in moss and stuff. Uh, I'm going to... Can Stardust fly up 180 feet in the air? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, Naomi, you might want to hang on. I have a crazy idea that might work. Okay. All right, I look at Naomi, I'm just like, all right, here goes nothing. And then once it gets 100 feet above the uh, giants, I jump off Stardust. I hate you. <laughs> I wanted to swim out and climb it and attacking it. And you're like, no, you're dumb, stupid, dumb. I know our healer's in the air 200 feet. Four, so it's going to attack Fiora with the Great Club. I, I look at the giant. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't do that. I'm more afraid of her than you. So that's 88. That's 44 necrotic damage. How do you want to do this? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Starts to form these like black veins and cracks all the way up him uh, as the necrotic damage takes hold of him. <laughs> Rajin rushes to Feora. She saw her get angry. Oh, crap. Are, are you okay, Miss Fair? You guys have had a full day of trekking through the woods and the swamps and killing monsters and shit. Well, I can uh, shoot a flare straight up and see if Cat notices, and then we can all fly up. But overhead, up in the clouds, you hear something roar. Oh, shit. Maybe we should have rested at the witch's house. And very soon, um, you start to see uh, smoke and fire as the ship emerges from the clouds and it looks like it is quickly coming for uh, the land. Manny flies straight towards it as fast as I can and I'm gonna teleport. I head to the flying monster. I'll, right, I'll follow just in case, just in case I see bodies falling out of the sky and I have to go get them. Could I take the lightning hit if I use the brace of, like if I use the flat end of my axe to get, take the blunt of it? Because you have just started to unlock its secondary property. What? Do I become a Thundercat? 
I'll pull out my sending sword. Teleport, teleport, teleport. Grab everybody, touch everybody, and teleport to the ground. Uh, Roshin, you see falling from the sky this huge blue dragon with lightning rippling across its body and flying after it. <laughs> As it's falling, you see Tagoro with his axe like gripped in his hand. Uh... So what you can tell is I just took it out of dragon. <laughs> As everything settles and you go flying in with your axe and everything, you stop as you are caught off guard, not finding a dragon, but you find a disheveled, scorched and singed person. Huh. Um, oh shit. It takes you a moment. This person has bright blue hair and blue and gray robes that you've seen before. Razzmatazz. Oh, yeah, from the jail. Wasn't there something about a Rizelle from the tower? I have a feeling Cassie didn't expect me to remember something. Besides fighting the dragon, you also have lost the airship. Well, my plan is um, we take old Razzy here back to the White Tower, figure out what Io wants to do with him, and then I can take us back to Vivandi. And I was also unfortunately thinking of Cat and Blitz possibly heading back just so they can live their lives and Fitzpark and do what they have to do. Noriko pops up. Um, what about me and Naomi is? We need the healer. Oh God, please. I'm thinking about possibly leaving them at the White Tower just because it's so safe there. It's in another plane of existence. Not just anyone can get there. The White Tower? All right, so we have Manny, Roshin, Garrus, Blitz, Naomi, Noriko, and Razelle. First stop is the White Tower. The White Tower. So you guys push through the sand uh, as suddenly as it all, like the storm hit you guys when you first arrived. And ahead of you guys, about a half a mile, you see a tall standing tower. You see a young-looking human man with messy brown hair and glasses on his face. Garrus looks at Manny and he's just like, So is that Ladyfingers that Tagoro keeps talking about? Yeah, his real name's... I call him Percy, but it's Percival. Hey, Percy. Naomi looks up at Garrus and she does not look like she wants to say goodbye. It's only temporary. You promise you'll be okay? Of course, I'm Garrus. And uh, that leaves Tagoro, Ramathorn, and Fiora behind. You worry too much about your past to enjoy your present. You know that, right? It still kind of like haunts me and keeps me up at night. Let's do what I do. What, just recklessly rush in? Yeah. You want? I'll kick your dad's ass. You really would do that for me. Why not? I don't know, because you don't have to. And you didn't have to try to save those kids. Tagore does the awkward leaning kiss, eyes closed. It's very shy and awkward, but she does kiss you back. <laughs> Hell yeah. She whispers back, Olive Juice you. Yeah. Yeah, are you sad? A tiny bit, because now I'm the healer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're <laughs> Well, I guess this is it, huh? Well, it's not goodbye for good. It's just until you're finished with the with helping out Tagoro and Feora, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We'll be done in no time. And Kat is left standing there with y'all. I'm glad I got to travel with you guys for as, you know, for for how long I got to. Yeah, it was amazing. Thank you so much again. I really hope that your next airship will be bigger and better. So you guys arrive back at the Citadel of Vivandi. Welcome, sir. How can I help you today? Hello, I'm looking for some feathers, either griffin or large eagle feathers. I'm hoping to work on some magical uh, equipment with... Uh, Garrison Roshin, are you two setting off to find candles? To the religion shop! How may I help you today? Hello, my name is Garrus Falcon. Uh, I am the servant of Foltis, and I require some white candles, please. White candles? I can aid you in such things. Uh, How many are you looking for? How much you got? It's 
is a large round shield with metal made of like finely crafted metal. And it bears the symbol of Foltis on it. <gasps> so yeah, it looks like she's looking at a shelf of ion stones. Okay. Uh, Roshin, did any of those catch your eye? Pink one is really pretty and nice. And that's it. And then I, I promise you that is it, ladies and gentlemen. No more <laughs> shopping episode God. until season four. Alrighty. So you guys uh, begin your journey through the blood plains, and I think that's where we're going to call it for tonight. Yep. Because uh, that <laughs> ended up turning into a shopping episode. We call it right hey. as we look at Tagoro, and we see that he's allergic to shellfish. A couple of days into your journey, and uh, he sees vultures circling what looks to be a, like, giant buffalo-looking creature. It's, it looks like there's just something dead up ahead. Maybe just best to go around it. As you hang out, uh, you see just coming out of the tall grass from your right, a net uh, just launches towards you, but you pull your head back in just in time before it can tangle itself around you. And you guys begin to hear the sound of hyena-like laughter <laughs> from the grass. You called it, Tagoro. I called it. I know everyone's going to be like, oh, he's married to her. She must have said something. That's no. crap to me. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I know Cassie wouldn't have said anything. Twelve heads poke up out of the grass as you see twelve knolls with spears, swords, and nets chuckling as they make their way towards you. And then I'll swing again. Alright. That's a natural one, but it's a 12. And what'd you get what'd you get for your damage or your roll, buddy? I don't wanna say. <laughs> it, it was another natural one. Oh buddy! <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I've rolled two natural ones. It can't get any worse. Never mind it could. I'll stop talking. I'll look as he's right. Ah, uh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> fire a fireball, a fire bolt, excuse me. And that's a mm-hmm. 31. Jesus. That's a 31 to hit. Oh, all right. That guy has three health points left. Oh, buddy. Yeah, Tagoro, what are you going to do with the guy in front of you? Oh, hey, are you scared, little guy? So what did we learn today? <laughs> uh... Edap need find new friends. <laughs> eh, close enough. Wait, can we keep him? He doesn't seem so bad. He just seems scared. Edap have friend. Edap have friend. All right, so you guys are gathering up your stuff and heading out. Edap tells you that there is a small ravine and he says that sometimes there are orcs that hunt in that area good to know maybe, maybe they're friendly you don't want to be too too hasty because i'd like to try to get more allies over here before we just storm into the scar you can get a whole big bunch of friends as you get on ahead and you're uh you look ahead you notice what appears to be campfire smoke up ahead and you also see like where would be like the terrain gets a little bit rocky and you see kind of like a small dip in the path and you also see what appear to be very like kind of like peaking up are some faint structures so it's not just like one campfire you see what looked to be maybe a couple hey guys we we might see action i see a couple of campfires and also, I believe I saw movement. So as you two approach, uh, Tagoro, you see three warriors making their way towards you. And what is your name, sir? Tagoro. And he tells you that they are this this village, the, these orcs. They are known as the Bone Wolf Clan. I was raised by wolves. <laughs> I see. But nothing of the Steel Thunder tribe around here quite yet. At the mention of that, the scout, he kind of looks worriedly about. And, um, they make it this far up north, then 
I worry for the rest of us out here just trying to keep to ourselves. I understand. Listen, um, my friend here, we're looking for his mother and we have reason to believe that the still thunder orcs might have her. So we're going to try to get her back. If you'd like, I can at least help see you through parts of, of this region, at least. Wow, that'd be very generous of you. Do we owe you guys anything? I have a monster manual that I'm going to use. Who's familiar Who's familiar with Monster Hunter? Ew, you. <sighs> oh, no. Ew, yeah. Last time when we recorded, you guys came across a small orc village and you guys are still in the Blood Plains region uh, making your way south towards the barrens and the giant canyon known as the Scar. What I have is Edad Tagoro and Fira. We're going to go scout and just kind of get the lay of the land over on that side. And Manny, Garris, and Rasheen, we're going to stay and do trading. Yeah, here's hoping... I mean, it's just a couple of lizards. Shouldn't be that that terrible. Tagoro just a slow head turn like you just jinxed us. Goodbye. I put my arm around Fiona trying to be like... Fiora! <laughs> her name is Fiora. She's been there since season one and you still can't say her goddamn name. Well, she's having women hysterics, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see in like the open grassy area what appears to be uh some a uh, campfire smoke kind of like smoldered down um we shall go check it out hello hello a a small rabbit pops out uh followed by a human man dressed in a uh dressed in a violet travel coat well oh sitting up he looks to the two newcomers oh um hello there who are you hi i'm Tagoro. this is Piera. she looks awkwardly to Tagoro. should we ask him to do you want to come with us we need more cannon i mean friends it has grown a little bit lonely around here I too could do with some canon I mean friends. I don't remember the tribe telling us about meeting a human dude. Oh no, he's probably lying, but free booze. Besides losing my little companion, uh, my compatriot, I appear to be entirely lost. Do you think your friend is... I don't know, do you think she could be in danger? Probably. Hey, uh, Manny? Are you guys safe? Do you need me to come out, or...? Well, no, we're we're safe, I think. I mean, he seems harmless. He seems pretty fancy. I mean, I don't know. I think maybe he could just be like um, a, a, a dapper music or a magician or something like that. I don't know. He seems kind of like on the oddball side. You see your group and the or the, the scouts along with this dapper human fellow. Hello, my name is Garrus Falcon. Nice to meet you. Garrett's greeting. Uh, you, and, sir, have excellent taste. Why, thank you, sir. And what be thank your you name? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, my name. My apologies. Farron von Graff at your service. Farron von... Farron von Grab? Farron von Graff. I yeah, know. okay, whatever. Um, yeah, what are you doing out here by yourself? Mm. Oh, well, I... Me and my companion, uh, she seems to be lost... Favorite spot of hunting for these giant lizards we've been hearing about. Alas, we got separated. He seems rather unreadable. Either either by just having met him, or having... You can't really tell if it's either by just having met this person, or really not... Or he has very extreme control over his mannerism. More so than he lets on. So he's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I just uh, don't want to give you any weird vibes, but I did a little sensey sensey on this guy, and he's pretty loaded. And I don't really trust him, so we'll just have to keep our guard up. All right, then. I don't want to give any weird vibes. 
but here are all the weird vibes. All the weird vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and you come to this uh, rocky ravine and you hear the sounds of like, I guess the closest thing would be like raptor roars. All right. It looks like we have found the, the lizard's nest. However, there are a lot more than there were last time. It, it looks like we also saw what looks to be like some tr- some smaller footprints of Ugh, oh my boy. that doesn't sound good at all uh but right before you poof out a kel uh you look back <laughs> and see this just oh, fuck. <laughs> and your connection with Kel suddenly goes no <laughs> see no all right, all right. So i guess are going on stardust and we're gonna try to sh- snipe this thing with polymorph what could possibly go wrong <laughs> um, right for the uh, love of god please work and then garris was gonna swoop underneath catch the bunny and then me and him were gonna ride and maybe like find a cave mm-hmm. and put it in there tie it up nice and gently and like <laughs> blow up the cave entrance so i'd be stuck in there and then run away <laughs> this is a lot <laughs> You threw this at us, and it killed my bird, and it's going to kill us. So Um, we we make the the ones hanging outside of the nest mad. No, no. Oh, we we make the big flying one. Oh. I know it's a little hard, but try to keep up. Okay, wait. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Baron is already, like, walking along very, uh, very, just, matter of fact, just, mm mm-hmm. Not simple. Or it's a little jelly. Large lizards taken care of, or things go south. So, you just so wanna... we're second string. You're the backup. I oh, look at Fiora. I'm kind of, I kind of gave him like this bitch look. <laughs> okay, so Manny will cast minor illusion down below as a. I'm gonna choose like an off-color tigress, thinking that they're not all the same color, maybe, and make it sound more ferocious and yeah and it's gonna appear right in front of all the lizards that's a 24 to hit oh that hits 56 damage i rolled almost max damage holy crap wait you did what (laughs) level five uh witch's bolt is 5d 12 damage and i rolled Mostly 12s. I rolled three 12s, one 11, and one 10. Am I useless now? Like, no. am I gathering that I was useless in this battle? No. <laughs> it sounds like they're all dead. No, they're not, not all, all dead. of them. No. There's two left. There's two left. Yeah. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Listen, you don't I'm always sorry. get to you don't always get to get the kill every every battle, and that's okay. Man. Alright, so Baron, you hear uh, a bit more clashing behind you, and soon the Ram Pack uh, steps inside as you find as you're looking down at a bright splash of blood. So you guys continue down and you hear something loud deeper within the cave growling. And every once in a while, the whole ground, the earth around you shakes and shudders. Okay, I know I'm loud, but that definitely was not me. From all sorts of creatures, you see like discarded bones and horns from like the spiny guys outside. You see a few humanoid looking bones here and there. When before you, you see this. Ah, that's the thing I did not want to see in this. <laughs> Why? I definitely recognize that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to tame it. <laughs> oh. And with that, you guys can roll initiative. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Time to redeem myself after the whole null fight. So did anybody make it? No. Does the nope. make it? <laughs> no, the DC was no, the DC was what 22. Is it? 22. All right. So then Manny, you're up. Gary killed an ultra boss. Okay, calm down. It's not a con- <laughs> Okay, oh it's not a contest, guys. For real. 
So as he lifts her up, you see platinum looking collar around her neck. Um, what's with the, uh, what's with the collar? Oh, no, it's nothing much. Uh, it's just a kink thing. He's lying. <laughs> this is the first I knew time Gareth can actually detect that Farron is lying about something. What's the whole situation between the two of you? He's my master. Obviously, uh, she's concussed. Are you a slave? Like, do you need help? I don't need help. <laughs> At any rate, if you would like to pay my camp a visit again, uh, I may have some rewards for your service. Now then, tally-ho! And picking a fire, he just dashes out of the fucking cave. All right, we're all pretty sure that that guy's really not what he says he is, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we had that brief discussion about confronting Farron. Many. Garrish. <laughs> He's magic. I will be useless. If yes. they use that spell for my brain, me bad. I don't think he's going to attack us. And technically, we're all kind of weird in our own way. All right, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Garrus, he can't get out of his armor. You have anger problems. Roshin is... No, I Roshin, okay. and that's, I have curses. Oh. I, I just saying, I have dark <laughs> magic and... Well, actually, Tagoro is pretty much the only normal one around here, I feel. What? I'm more normal than I should be. Well, now that I have you all here, I'm inclined to give you all a thorough discount. So, like a trade? A trade, exactly. He produces a mask for you, Lady Bruce. A mask to fit as wonderful as you are. It's so pretty, but I haven't given you anything. Well, I've taken a mask to replace mine, haven't I? Yeah. It's perfect. Okay. I suppose I'll go up next. I want it, and I push him out of the way. Okay. A long wooden pole. I think if you can offer something equal of value in return, it could serve you very well in your travel. What the fuck? Is that the power pole? <laughs> Maybe. I, I give the javelin. This can slay a thousand men with one swing. Uh, Farron places one thing, or one ring onto the table uh, directly in front of Manny. Oh, uh, okay. What do I throw in some lava or something? Oh, <laughs> nothing so, nothing quite so drastic as that. Uh, Farron's eyes fall to Garrus, who has been waiting oh so patient. Now, I have something quite special that I've had in mind ever since I saw you do battle. I lay down, I lay down 58 shark's teeth. And uh, as he's, uh, <laughs> as he rides away, you're all left with the distinct impression that he just didn't really want to pack up camp anymore. Uh, looking over the ring, uh, Manny finds something that he didn't notice before. Uh, a small piece of paper tucked between uh, tucked between the layers of the lower, like, underneath, underside of the ring. All right. Uh, pulling it out, there it seems to be a note. A very small note that just kind of says, When you see her, tell your mom I said hi. And a small winky face. What? What the? F we could trade meat for maybe further passage. Hell yeah. They get to feed their bellies. We get to be a little bit more safer. After a moment of whispered conversation, he looks back to you guys and gives a nod. Very well. If you will leave an ample supply of meat for our village, then I will send three hunters along with you. And my notes, it says Tigris, space, space. Giant ugly fucking lizard that killed my bird. <laughs> oh, that's right. We have to make a. You have to make Kel a new thing now. Don't remind me. Garrus kind of giggles like, uh, "So, uh, what are you gonna reincarnate him as this time?" <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Wouldn't you like to know? You should make him a kitty. I'm afraid to make it a cat. Listen, I'm afraid to make it a cat because I love cats so much, and I don't want fucking Cassie to collie maw it all over the fucking. <laughs> goddamn yeah, right. desert. She's gonna fucking Listen. cut it open. Oh, and then Kel's heart falls out, including yours. Stomp, stomp in the dirt. I'm not crying, you're crying. Alright, so you guys are introduced to three new warriors who will be escorting you uh, south. We have uh, Kothdurg and 
Rorn. Assuming that we still have some cookies. Mm-hmm. Rosina's gonna take three cookies and she's gonna she's gonna shuffle over to the warriors and kind of stand mm-hmm. awkwardly there for a minute until they notice her. <laughs> uh, can I help you? Uh, I thought, cause you guys uh, have come with us to help us. Um, I could, you could guys have some cookies. <laughs> Uh, I feel like Agora would come up and be like, "I've killed a dragon." <laughs> uh, there, I think. I, did we kill that red dragon? You did not. That red dragon is hell of alive. <laughs> well, there was another dragon, but we all kind of had a consensus that we could leave, and he couldn't, so we all kind of yeeted out of there. Yeah, we were kind of trapped in a mirror world, and uh, we were just like, uh, "We don't want to be a mirror anymore," and we got. Yeah, just- and it was a red dragon. That's all like majestic as uh, Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure Roisin took down a swamp beast. Push her out the cart. It's <laughs> 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 fine. I'm already, I'm already on an adventure with the hunters. So, you know, if anyone's going to meet danger first, it'll be us. So, oh, we do need to find out real quick. Uh, Manny, what are you bringing Kel back to? I think the audience and the rest of us are eagerly awaiting what furry creature I get to destroy. This ugly vulture, like the ugliest vulture that you can even fathom, comes out and he just like turns around to Tagoro and just up ahead. You spot something out in like a dry patch of ground. There's a thing there. There's something there. Derg stops and looks ahead and he rubs his chin. Uh, 75 feet ahead, you see what appears to be like a large a uh, broken caravan that's split in half that is sticking out of the ground. And then suddenly, like, the next step he takes, he immediately sinks down to his waist. Oh. Oh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, sinkhole. Uh, something happened. I feel like something's got, something's got a hold of me. Oh, fuck that. All of a sudden, the ground starts to rumble. Oh, uh-oh. And suddenly, Koth is jerked down under the sand. Fior is jumping out of the cart and trying, gonna try to hold back the brothers. Uh, if no one else will, Roshin can certainly try. (laughs) And you are caught up with him as he jumps forward into the sand, and the two of you are both quickly pulled down underneath. Well, if I see that, I'm jumping. Oh God. He looks at Garrus, deuces, morphing time. And you're reaching out ahead of you with your hand. You feel a strange but familiar sensation of your fingers passing through what feels like glass. Oh, no. That goddamn mirror. Manny, Manny, I talked too much shit about that red dragon, and it pulled me back to kick my ass. (laughs) For some reason, I felt like this was going to happen because I talk so much shit. That's like the worst spot to end it. Don't worry, I'm not worried. Welcome back to the mirror. Yay! Of the room, and you had just done a a sweep, like you were searching around, and you saw that passageways that you remembered from before had been sealed with stone with clawed markings on them. And we don't know Tagoro is in sand, right? Uh, hello. <laughs> How's it going in there? We're going to drown by sand. Huh. Yeah. And I'm going to hold the staff out. I'm going to kind of mutter a few incantations. and I'm going to trace like an outline of a door and cast Passwall. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I go observe the Fultas room real quick? Out of respect of Fultas, I'll take out my last candle I'll place it on the I guess the rusted candelabra and I'll light it and leave a gold coin high or low uh hi you feel another strange warmth run over you like before when you were able to take off the armor we're, we're able to take off the helmet ooh uh I attempt to declothe Go for the cod piece. Yeah, as you go to check that, your gauntlets come free. <gasps> so, like, yeah. you are able to see your hands and your wrists. Oh my god. What's so bad about the mirror world? It's helped me out twice now. Oh, I've never been here before. 
Well, we still need to be careful because Jarvu is walking around and we don't want to run into him. Okay, well, first off, hold on. What if we do solve this? Okay, and it last time we solved something like this, it teleported us to that arena. So I'm afraid that if it does that again, we're not going to have a chance to prepare ourselves. Mm, so there's not a whole lot else to do here, is there? Is there anywhere else we not can really. go? Not really. All right, Tagoro, if you want to... <laughs> My biggest concern is we walk through that portal and Jarvu is there. We could find uh, a super powerful weapon that I call dibs. Dibs. So you've got, uh, like before, you have three doors. I kick it in. 10 out of 10 style points. So this time, however, the interior looks like a very familiar building, uh, in inside building for Garrus. Oh. So what you see is uh, your mother standing over a table. You catch yourself because you realize this was the night your clan was slaughtered. This was the last night you saw your mother alive. Oh, Garrus' heart just drops. Take this and make sure Garrus gets it before anything happens and make sure he gets out of the area as quickly as possible. Yeah, that was the last time I saw her. I think, I think she'd be proud of you. When you step into this room, you are caught off guard by the smell of blood. You find a room that looks like a small hunting lodge. And a ducks and, and shakes her head and she's like, I wanna see them again. You see three men all coming in very loud. And then the second guy has uh, the scruff of a much smaller fox cub. And you guys have just seen Roisin's death and rebirth as a Clemantes. Garrus is kind of like, holds her got like a, a hug i wish i could have done more so opening this door you see a group of huddled children one of the kids looks up towards you guys and gasps and just goes oh no oh no i know what this is as soon as feora realized here's that voice she drops to her knees and i promise I'll get you guys a really good head start so you can run away to the next town, okay? You see young Feora lead those kids out of the room. And that night is the night that forever changed Feora's life. I couldn't even save those little kids. We're gonna go find your dad and we're gonna go kick his ass. I mean, if we can take down Jarvu, I think we can take down your dad. No offense. I don't think he's like a dragon slayer. And if we can't take down Jarvu, we're dead and we don't know how any worries. Uh, why don't we start with the downstairs area? So where the terracotta statues were before? Sure. You see the outlines of those those statues once more. Only the difference is, is this time there's not as many. And that fountain uh, that stood before it, the fount is split in half and broken. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> Garrus uh, holds his emblem on his uh, chest and he's just like, Fultis, show me the light. So as you do that, the light lifts up and hangs over the chamber. You guys see some movement. Hello? For six, six pair of glowing eyes stacked on top of each other, peering uh, from like a dark crevice and it tries to like back up a little bit more and remain hidden and hunched. Uh, what the frig? Roisin is going to take a couple steps towards it very carefully. Just like, hi, you don't gotta be scared. Uh, so Manny gets up, goes to him and says, so, uh, what's your name, pal? And name is Crunch. Okay, I turn to the group. This might be a very bad idea. What do you know about that wizard? Not here anymore. And his dragon is free now and is in charge. Yeah, I guess you could kind of blame us for that. Bits of debris and rock fall from the ceiling around you guys. And uh, you hear a loud roar coming from above somewhere. Oh, oh shit. Oh. 
Are, are the orc brothers with us? They're upstairs. Oh my god. Yeah, that's true. We need to leave them upstairs because one of them was passed out. Let's go. Run. Fuck. Yep, we run upstairs. Oh shit. Uh, come on, Crunch. We gotta go. Wow. I'm just saying, that's like super bad. But right after we ended the last episode, immediately right after, since I said Jarvu hates me, everybody in the group decided to be, oh, we should throw in Garrus. Becky suggesting ripping one of my arms off and giving it as tribute and to go and- What are you guys doing? We gotta go help them. Uh, okay, um, sure. I Are we not? Should I spin and kill? I don't know, okay? Don't worry, baby girl, I got you. Thanks, big guy. Um, As he had a paw up ready to strike at one of the brothers, it catches sight of Tagoro and looks down at him. I did the wink and kiss. Hey, oh big God. guy. You. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. Didn't wait for the distraction, Tagoro. <laughs> yeah, I'm smacking that dragon in the face. Natural 20 for a 23 damage. There's your distraction. It's engaged with the elemental. I do more damage to you than you do to me, bitch. <laughs> Jesus, dude. You're gonna get us fire breath or something. Bring it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's going to cast breath weapon. At what group? Uh, your group. Okay. Manny's right. gonna die. Oh. I rolled a four. Oh, oh. oh. buddy. Oh, crap. Hi, guys. This is good. We do not want to lose Manny. For real, he, he's our only way out. I mean, he's also our friend. <laughs> so as the uh, the fire dissipates, uh, Adam, as you watch, you see Manny in a heap across the room. I don't know if I should try this or not, because I get one chance to get, like, one shot at this. I... Ooh. I'm going to try to use level eight, your level, yeah, level eight power word stun. He is stunned. Yes. yes. Holy fuck, yeah. <laughs> and you see him try to like move his body, but he can't. Uh, what's his AC? His AC is a 22. Uh, all three of those hit. Oh, okay. 24, oh, 25, no. and 26. How do you want to do this? <laughs> Yay. Yay. You may have worn this, but you should be aware of the storm that is coming to your world. So yeah, you guys leveled up at the end of last time because y'all defeated Jarvu the Powerful. Oh yeah. Well, uh, the the brothers wish you all well, and and uh, yeah, they they start heading east towards the mountains while you guys continue southbound. I really hope they don't all die. <laughs> they'll be fine. I'm sure they'll be fine. Foltus, Foltus is watching over them. It's fine. I go over to uh, Tagoro. I'm like, hey, Tagoro, uh, I noticed that Fior has been pretty quiet. Is everything okay? Uh, as uh, Tagoro comes up with a uh, fake beard made of uh, Graham Thorn hair. Um, how you doing? Uh, you know, I'm alright. i uh, been kind of keeping a lookout. We're probably at least a day or two from from the scar now, so. So, how's it? How are you doing, though? You okay? Um. You gonna be able to do this? I would be lying if I said I feel 100% confident. This time is different. You have friends now. People that care about you. We got your back. I saw a creepy thing. It's cool. most likely undead. <laughs> Me kind of creepy? It's a gorgeous like where she and her name. We've been calling her that <laughs> since day one. Like I've said, my dad is a warlock. I know he would sometimes resurrect fallen warriors and use them as undead thralls. This is, guys, we're literally dealing with a necromancer. All right, awesome. Cool, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Your guys' fight is suddenly interrupted by a forceful tug. The ground rumbles all around you and 
looking about, you find several rings of like auroras light sweeping through the entire expanse of the desert, pulling color away from stones and plants and looking down at yourselves, even even from your own like forms. And it's bleeding for like, it, it just all kind of like gets drawn from you like, watercolor paints, you know, running from a brush. And these these rings leave everything around you in a world of dull, dismal, colorless, like a monochrome world around you. And more and more waves of color blend in together like this. Reds, green, blues, yellows, pinks. It all glows brighter and brighter until it seems to all pull your guys's vision and gaze up towards the sky off in the distance behind like where the orcs had been coming from everybody like the fighters you guys are fighting they they lower their weapons as they fall silent noticing this as well and they look just as confused as you do even fatima ramathorn paces where he's standing and everything and you see a streak of light arc across the sky and it hangs high up off in the distance over what you can only assume and Garrish you would know as the scar since you've you know did your scrying and flew on ahead there is a distant roar that breaks the silence finally followed by a crack of thunder and from within these storm clouds that are high in the sky and where this cut co- or all these colors have come together and drawn together you see an arc of golden lightning strike down at this like ball of energy in the sky and it ignites into a blinding flash of complete white silence persists as a gigantic wave of distorted air sweeps out in all directions and you guys are caught in the blast of it well the fallback from it so like the ex- like what you see happen doesn't hit you you are on the outside of this epicenter um but you're blown back by the wind and debris and everything and there's this deafening boom and it sends you all scattered and flying even threatening to tear apart your cart and knock ram your ears are ringing your surprise and shock in all of this turns to horror as you guys regain your sight from this blinding white flash. You see the land now covered in a giant pillar of prismatic flames off in the distance. Again, Garish, you know this to be in the direction of that encampment. You watch as dozens of shapes flit in and out of the shifting colors from this prismatic pillar of flames silhouettes of blue and green and red and gold and silver all spinning and dancing with grace and a beautiful terrible display of complete and utter devastation after a few minutes um, this wave of blast and flames finally seem to shrink within and die down the sky and colors all slowly returned to its vividness like the muted colors have disappeared the monochrome colors have disappeared and everything seems to have returned and you've just witnessed something and it leaves you all with like this really dreadful sense that something bad just happened across the desert as you look around and the, the flames die and the sky is bright and clear and blue as any summer loving child could ask for. The truth and horror of what you've just witnessed has finally settled in. You see the landscape glitters and shines reflecting the setting sunlight overhead with a morbidly breathtaking beauty of glass that seems to cover parts of the ground around you and it seems to all get more and more centered in that that southern direction and you've just borne witness to what you can only describe as an unspeakable cataclysm Manny uh, has his staff trained on the orcs the remaining orcs I, I won't go home 
We we gotta go see if people are okay. We gotta go see if Chakora's mama's okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's let's go. I Falcorn. I, I do the Falcorn like never new story. I'm right in the middle. I'm doing the yeah. I like how you're doing this in the middle of what is apparently a travesty. You know, Cassie, yeah. it's the little things in life. My mom might just been vaporized before I met her, so I'm trying to find the the good in life right now. Okay, He's and right now it it is riding on a giant falcon. This is Tagoro's coping method. <laughs> kind of look around your surroundings, Tagoro. Your boot crunches on something, and when you look down, you see it's a skeleton that has been left behind and is now nothing but solid obsidian glass. Maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's some people. Maybe this under. was here before. We don't maybe, know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's some people under the glass. Maybe they're, maybe they're okay. Maybe they're just, maybe they're just, un- maybe they're just underneath it. Or just, just you're right. Just, you're right. I thought start, like, to start hitting the ground. You're, she's like, gonna start stomping. Stomp. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have a weapon. She's just like stomping on the ground. <laughs> So you two are doing well. Um, <laughs> they're doing that freak out. Listen, listen, there's only so much we can do to help. I baby. Holy cow. What happened there? Do do I say anything with my perception check? So it what Stardust sees is a very narrow trail that's been carved along the side of the canyon itself. It looks like it then plunges into the lava river and from underneath the river itself it looks like a tunnel has been burrowed out of this obsidian glass alrighty so you guys are making your way down the The canyon yep making your way downtown walking Walking fast fast. faces past homebound everybody is dead Wow. <laughs> Don't like the revisions you made? Once you guys enter the, the tunnel itself, again, that like overwhelming arcane energy just kind of like beats down around on you guys. Uh, the next thing you guys see as your vision blurs for a moment and returns you see that you guys are standing on a terrace overlooking a beautiful cherry blossomed water garden. Behind you guys, pleading and worried, Husbands, please, there must be another way. You see a young Nikogen woman with long golden hair and the deepest set of blue eyes rushing by, and she rush- rushes ahead towards a Nikogen man. Is this like the past? Like, is this like old areas? You remember the stories your mother used to tell you at night when you were a kid of the old Nikogen Empire that once flourished across the lands. This was the dead plains before. Is that, wait a second, is that girl the princess or the queen? Uh, I was going to say, Sheen's going to, like, slowly walk up next to them to see what they're looking at. (laughs) And as you join them and look down, Becky, you see rows upon rows of jade statues. These look exactly like the terracotta orcs that you found in the mirror world. Am I a jade person? I don't know. This is the last chance we have, my heart. Garrus, everybody else appears to be paying attention to to him. In just a flash of a second, you see her pull out her own small gilded dagger, and she plunges it into her chest as she stands over the font itself. She lets out a soft groan, and that's when the rest of you guys and the Emperor turn around and see what has just happened. Thunder rumble and lightning flashes and cracks across the sky. Up in the sky, as everything flashes and cracks overhead, you guys see a 
large silhouette within the clouds uh, as lightning flashes. And it looks to be like one of those ancient serpent dragons. Kind of think like a, a Chinese or Japanese dragon. And it's uh, a dark green. What folly have you performed? You have allowed my divine soul to spill blood for this creation. You were already gifted the soul forged. This wasn't my doing. I only wanted to ensure that our enemies wouldn't harm my people, and she she wasn't meant to do that. I was going to... Silence, you foolish man. Who are you to create such creatures, these monstrosities that you've birthed? You have no idea what you've brought forth. The, the Nico pleads, I only wanted to save my people. That's why I created these. You have sealed their fate, and you will watch your people fall. In time, if another divine soul is born and one of your line survives, perhaps I will show mercy to your people and free them from their fate. And with another thunderous roar and rumble, your guys' visions begin to blur and dim again, and the next thing you guys know, you're standing in a large cavern underground with the tunnel and lava river above and behind you. So we just witnessed the birth of the orcs. Specific- it would appear so. So we're in just this large cavern, nothing around, no people, nothing... And it leads into a perfectly carved tunnel that seems to lead into a chamber. All right, we keep going forward. And you see a a beautifully intricately carved sarcophagus gilded with green and gold lining and stuff and green emeralds. So you open the lid and you nearly catch yourself as you see the empress from the vision in the in the sarcophagus you see a small uh, jade egg that's nestled at her side as well is she really dead okay she's dead as hell i don't think we should i don't think we should bother her anymore yeah, yeah. what about that egg y'all see that egg there's yeah. an egg in here it doesn't belong to us well, according to the history books, it looks like she kind of caused the calamity. She was just trying to protect the people she cared about. She didn't make anyone bad. All right, I'll help to grow close the casket. I got it. I close it. And I slide a hand. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys trek back through the tunnel and pass under the river of lava, um, various things weigh on each of your minds. Soon you guys emerge from the tunnel and you see the sun is starting to set overhead. You begin the slow climb up out of the canyon and you see off in the distance uh, the cart with uh, Edab and Sir Ramathorn and it looks like they're handing out or looks like Edab is handing out a couple of blankets to some gathered orc kids who look to be confused and dazed at you know what was once their home you see a little ways away Feora is talking to Fatima and a few warriors Uh, again people just look confused and at a loss right now. It's a very somber moment that sets over the the scar and the, and the blood plains. You feel like you have answers, but at the same time, you don't. 
and there's there's a lot to ponder tonight and to begin planning your guys's next step and as you guys make your way over to rejoin uh your companions and stuff uh, everyone is left with their own with their own thoughts but at least thankful you have each other and you know are, are able to work together to f- figure out the future for yourself and for the people here who are lost now and with that we come to the conclusion of season three